such a start at the edge of a heart. Like it, that's, you cannot no. So like doing like tip to like the little dip work. Yep. <laughs> tip to dip. Tip to dip. Uh, yep. That's our embroidery <laughs> tip for this. this. You just gotta go tip to dip. Welcome to Afternoonified, an embroidery podcast. <laughs> hey, don't threaten me with a good time. Look, here's the thing. Um, so I. I am a Renaissance woman. I crochet. I knit. I cross stitch. I embroider now. Um, you you would you would fare well in the eighteen hundreds. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, crafting podcast that that'll be fascinating. Where we just talk about different kinds of knots, different kinds of knots and stitches. Yeah, mm, mm, that sounds Perfect. nice. <laughs> I I there is probably no small percentage of our listenership who was like, yes, please, <laughs> like non sarcastically, just. Knowing the kind of company we keep. We'll do a mini where we just, we each pick our favorite stitch and like, I'll talk for 15 minutes about how I love the waffle stitch in crochet because it's so squishy. That's great. Yeah. Perfect. Now, welcome to Afternoonified. I think I have the general idea of what this mini is about. Um, well, I mean, it's pretty self-explanatory. It's a bridge. Is this a vacation? Um, it is. So this is someplace I visited while I was in Vermont. Um, we had very different vacations. <laughs> it, well, mine did have a little bit of spookiness, not probably as much as New Orleans, but definitely some spookiness. Uh, and this is one of those things. I feel like you drank less and got fewer tattoos on your vacation. You'd be correct. I mean, we, <laughs> we did have a lot of wine. <laughs> just about every I Well, I mean, just about every night was ended at the Airbnb, drinking wine and eating cheese. But I will say there was definitely a lot more cheese than there was wine. That's a good ratio. Um, yeah. I would highly recommend it. I definitely drank more than I usually do on vacation. Um, you know, I mean, if they're going to do $5 rum and Cokes or buy a get with free hurricanes, you gotta, or $20 tattoos. It's New Orleans. Um, I'm sleepy just thinking about it. Yeah, me too. I'm going to get be so sleepy after I finish this strawberry cider that I just cracked. <laughs> but tell me about this bridge because it has a it's a good name. It's a beautifully named bridge. 10 stars. It is a wonderful beautiful name. It's called Emily's Bridge. Um and my information on this wonderful haunted spooky bridge um is from Atlas Obscura. Ooh. The Vermont Historical Society, uh the blog vermonter.com and Obscure Vermont. So thank you to all of those nerds. I, I'm glad that you mentioned it was Atlas Obscura because I'm like 100% going to go look it up in my like physical Atlas Obscura when we're done here. Oh, yeah. I hope it's in there. Uh, so let's talk about the legend behind this bridge. Uh, built in 1844 and located just outside of Stowe, Vermont, Emily's Bridge is one of the oldest covered bridges still standing in the United States. It's a, it's a nice looking bridge. Um, and if you believe the stories, it is also one of the most haunted. Is it haunted by a woman named Emily by chance? No, actually, it's haunted. But no, of course, it's haunted <laughs> by a woman named Emily. <laughs> Just checking. <laughs> uh, so its official name is actually Goldbrook Bridge, um, because that's the stream, it's cro- stream it crosses. Uh, and you can also find it on Covered Bridge Road, because that's the road <laughs> with a covered bridge on it. God, is Vermont just like... They're very literal. I will say, like, there, we probably went, uh, we probably passed, like, eight covered bridge roads, um, and, and they did all have covered bridges on them, so. I, I just picture Vermont as being almost entirely populated by, like, Elizabeth Warrens and their beekeeper wives and, like, men in flannel and then, like, 
little creatures made out of maple syrup and leaves. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's that's about it. That's pretty much correct. It's like an that's autumn candy experience. kingdom from uh, Adventure Time. <laughs> yes, very much so. So, uh, as the legend goes, at least most of the time, a woman named Emily had fallen in love with a man her family disapproved of, or possibly his family disapproved of her. Either way. I mean, usually Uh, it's the second case. Maybe nobody liked each other. Who knows? That could also Uh, be the case. uh, Still, the couple was madly in love and decided that they would elope. They made plans to meet at the covered bridge at exactly midnight. Emily arrived right on time, but the young man she was seeing had gotten cold feet. He never showed up, and Emily hanged herself for the bridge in her despair. Just said it. I mean, that is almost the plot of The Corpse Bride, in which the Corpse Bride is also named Emily. <laughs> I have a feeling this is a very common. I'm sure this is not the only bridge in the United States with this legend behind it. I'll say that. I just uh, stop standing Emily's up in the in the woods or on bridges like we don't handle it well. Uh, and of course, her spirit is said to linger at the bridge. And with every midnight that comes and goes with no sign of her lover, she grows angrier and more cruel. She like pushing cars off the bridge, a covered bridge. Like what the <laughs> fuck are you going to do? So most people report um strange encounters and experiences a lot of that is very typical ghost fare uh there are flashing lights with no apparent source whispered voices when no one else is around sometimes even the sound of a woman crying Ooh, I'm i need to see what this bridge learn. looks like because acoustics account for a lot of stuff <laughs> uh temperatures in and around the bridge fluctuate independent of whatever the weather is outside it's a nice and bridge up, it's a nice looking bridge creepy I mean, it's very but- quaint uh, others visiting the bridge have um, experienced something much more malevolent. One man reported that his windshield fogged up with no warning, uh, and mysterious handprints appeared there. But of course, when he exited his car, there was no one else around. I feel like he would have noticed if there was something putting handprints on his car without getting out of his car. You'd think. Um, back when the primary form of transportation was still on four legs. There were reports of horses getting spooked while crossing the bridge. Um, Some even suffered from bloody gashes that would appear on their bodies with no apparent cause. Why is this bitch hurting ponies? (laughs) Uh, Even today, cars crossing the bridge may come out on the other side with long, thin scratches made by what must be ghostly nails. Oh. Or keys. Uh, In one terrifying encounter, a group of teenagers claimed to have seen an apparition of Emily who appeared in front of their car and even tried to get inside. I think that was just a meth head, but sure. Probably. So the um, the night before we were going to go see this bridge, go to Stowe, um, I, I started a, tr- a tradition on this trip, which is every night I read them a ghost story. And this was Aww. the ghost story, like the first night. And as I was reading this, talk, and it's talking about her like scratching cars. And I'm like, we got insurance on the rental car, right? I I mean, I assume it wasn't an issue. It No, our car did not get scratched, and uh, we did not experience anything spooky, probably because we pulled up about the same time as, like, four other cars did uh, in the middle of the day. So, not really conducive no, to a lot of No, it's not really dark and stormy night conditions that you not, set yourself up not for. exactly. Uh, and I will say, whatever supernatural nonsense may or may not be happening at Emily's Bridge, it seems that Emily herself is probably not the culprit. So, according to the Stowe Historical Society, the only recorded death at the bridge was in, 19- in the 1920s when a little girl fell from the bridge and struck the boulders in the creek. 
Um, but there's no record of her name. And apart from like the death part, no- nothing about her story actually matches. Any How do you of the fall from it's a covered bridge? I, I wonder that too. Maybe on like towards the edge of the bridge, like right Maybe. before it gets into the covered bridge. Maybe it wasn't covered at that time. No, because it was built in 1844. I don't know. I had this question too. But this is apparently what the Stove Historical Society has found. Uh, Can't we argue do with them. know. Uh, oh, sorry. No. Well, the stories about the bridge being haunted go back to 1948. The name Emily didn't actually get attached to it until the 1970s. So we actually know who started this legend, and it's a woman by the name of Nancy. Uh, she grew up near Stowe and had claimed that she came up with a story to scare local kids um, and had even been the one to dub the ghost Emily. Thanks, uh, Nance. <laughs> this was the 70s. They were, of course, really big into the ghost and the, and the occult. What with your exorcists and your Amityville horrors. Amityville um, horrors? Anemones. Anemones. Anemonesville. Yes. It's underwater. It's your Amityville's horror. <laughs> Maybe she was inspired. Well, <laughs> that was a roller coaster. I do have one more thing, and that's uh, just for fun. There are a number of variations to the Emily legend, and now that we know it's not true, uh, let's talk about all the fun uh, variations. So besides hanging herself in the bridge, Emily has also been, uh, one, trampled to death by runaway horses on the day of her marriage. Excuse me. Two, thrown off her horse on the way to the wedding. That's why you don't take a horse to your wedding. I think that's an old saying, you know. uh, Yeah, don't take a horse to your wedding. Yeah, something borrowed, something... Uh, something old, something new, something borrowed, something blue, and also don't ride a horse to the wedding. Yep, correct. <laughs> uh, three, she threw herself off the bridge after her boyfriend killed himself and her children died. It's like a uh, four-foot drop. <laughs> in four, she was thrown off the bridge by her boyfriend when she told him she was pregnant. So poor Emily has been through a lot. It's like a four-foot drop. <laughs> I would, it, it's more closer to 20. The pictures can be a little deceiving. Also, there are a lot of rocks. Okay. So. Okay. But still, Fine. it does beg the question of how you fall off a covered bridge. <laughs> yeah, there's, I'm, I mean, I'm looking at this bridge. There's really no way. To, I mean, if unless he, like, hoisted her up through one of the, like, little window things. Yeah, but those are pretty small windows. Yeah. It would he, have to be, assuming that story is true, it would have to be, like, right at the edge or, like, maybe she was, like, kind of, you know, maybe she kind of climbed out near the edge of the drop-off and then fell off. I don't know. I guess, why are they having important conversations on a bridge? It's romantic. I don't know. Maybe I just haven't been around enough cover. I was going to say around enough bridges. I live in Portland. Um, <laughs> around enough covered bridges. There, There is something very cool about a covered bridge, I will say. I don't know if it's just, like, the novelty of it. Um, they make me think of Beetlejuice. And that didn't end well for Gina Davis and Alec Baldwin. No, that was filmed in Vermont, actually. No shit! Actually, that does make sense. Yeah, I don't remember where exactly it was, but I remember that came up when I was, like, looking at places to go. It was like, you could go visit, like, the Beetlejuice house exterior. (laughs) I like that exterior. Like, I'm sure they don't have the interior. Yeah, like, I'm pretty sure the interior was, like, a set or something, but, like, the one they used for all the exterior shots, that was in Vermont. And also the bridge, I think, they drive off. Filming locations. Winter River, Connecticut, which I believe is where it's supposed to be set. Um, Oh, no, Winter River. Yeah, sorry, I can't read. Uh, East Corinth, Vermont is where they had the stand-in for Winter River. Um, And then, yeah, the rest of it was shot in California, but... Yeah, they did all of their, like, little exteriors and stuff in uh, East Corinth, wherever the hell that is. In Vermont. Very good. Well, 
It's nice that I have a ghost story. It's your very own haunted bridge. I hope you get to visit it someday. I hope to go to Vermont someday, and not just because I really like maple candy. Did you go to any fun museums? Uh, We went to the Birds of Vermont Museum. It's very specific, but that does sound fun. (laughs) It actually was really... It was interesting and cool. So it was a museum started by this one guy who had at some point decided that he was going to carve from wood every bird that like ever lives in Vermont, whether it's like seasonally or whatever. I'm glad he limited himself to just Vermont. Just Vermont. Um, And that was plenty of birds. I don't think he made it before he died, but he did quite a few of them. And they look very accurate and very real. And it's really just like a whole floor. And it's just case after case of like these different wooden birds. Uh, And some of them have like little buttons you can press and you hear the bird song. (laughs) It was really cute. I liked it. They looked really real. Like I didn't understand that they were wood carvings until I got to the museum and like the lady at the desk like explained it to us. Did I just assumed for the pictures on Google that it was taxidermy? Oh, you were less surprised that it was just wooden birds than if it had been like rooms and rooms full of dead stuffed birds. Yeah, I've been to dead animal museums before. Ah, uh, yes, the Dead Bird Museum <laughs> in Schenectady, Wisconsin. I don't know. Actually, Dublin has a natural history museum that is just taxidermied animals and birds and fish. It's really cool, actually. Did I tell you about the uh, Irish Heritage Museum that I found in New Orleans? No. So we were like getting ready to have our like big night out in the French Quarter. And Travis and I wanted to find uh, Irish coffees to start because we're old and we were sleepy. Um, and it was like eight o'clock. <laughs> uh, okay. So we were headed to Aaron Rose, where they have notably good frozen Irish coffee. But on the way there, we passed a sign that said like Irish Heritage Museum. And then I was like, what if it's just a potato under like a glass case? <laughs> and then we saw a sign for like uh, somebody's like Irish whiskey bar, and then they advertise like several different kinds of like Irish coffee. And we were like, well, shit, that's exactly what we were looking for. So you turn to go in, and the Irish Heritage Museum is literally just a room that has like different boards explaining like why the Irish left Ireland because of the potato famine, like what the potato famine was, and how shitty the English were, and like how they came to New Orleans. Um, and then you go in, and there's like a beautiful courtyard where they had like Irish folk music playing and like a really nice bar that was not busy. It was very chill. I wish I could remember the name of it. But yeah, so not only did I get not an Irish coffee, I got their version of a Cuba Libre, which was like Irish whiskey in sarsaparilla with lime and and like sugar. Um, I would go ham for that. That sounds oh, so good. So good. Uh, But I learned a little bit about Ireland and the potato famine and about how terrible the British are. The British were, yeah. I was reading about it, and I'm like, I feel guilty. <laughs> like, I thought you were more Scottish. I am, which is why it was weird. Like, there <laughs> are the like the little bits of like French and English and German hanging out, but I am mostly Scottish. I'm like, I had nothing to fucking do with this. We were just eating haggis and wearing skirts, like as you do. That's what they do in Scotland. I'm positive. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Well, um. I don't know. Google some pictures of covered bridges. I... <laughs> I'll include some of the pictures I took of the bridge. Oh, good. Um, goodbye, everybody. Goodbye.
For more podcasts like the one you just listened to, go to SoBelowMedia.com. This, this is As Above, So Below.